Hey everyone, Crystal Joy Campbell here. I'm so glad you could join me today in Classical Matters, where we are honing our craft as classical educators by exploring the purpose, principles, and practices of classical education. Today, let's jump into some practical ways we can bring the art of dialectic into our home schools. So, stick around. Welcome to episode 19. I know you can hear it. My voice is just not up to par today. I'm in the throes of a cold and my voice is always the most affected in these things. So, let's try and keep this short and sweet. In episode 15, Logic to Dialectic, and in episode 18, Socratic Dialogue, we've been exploring the art of dialectic. Now, there are four points I want to hit home with you about this topic. First, the art of dialectic is more than just a subject. Second, it is not a stage or a phase, no matter what anybody says. Third, formal logic. Yes, this is something you need to do. And fourth, your intellectual life is important. The art of dialectic contains the subject of logic, but Oh, it is so much more than just that. It is rooted in conversation. A conversation with our children will be prime of place. This should not add stress or anxiety to our lives, but relief. The most important and foundational thing we can do to cultivate this art in our homeschools is to be in real conversation with our children. In our conversation, we should be full of wonder and curiosity about what they are thinking, and how they came to that understanding. But sometimes this is a struggle, isn't it? We can be distracted and busy, not present, and concerned more with what is coming next as to what's right in front of us. And in these times when we aren't as we should be, contemplation can be one of our greatest resources. So, some contemplation questions we can ask ourselves. Am I really curious and interested in what they are saying? If they're saying it, they must have been thinking about it. Do I really want to better understand my child and how they have constructed their thinking so I can journey with them towards truth? How can I become more curious about my child's thinking? How can I use the hooks of sort, compare, and understand to find better questions to ask? Now, we've come to understand a bit about Socratic dialogue, and this can be of assistance to us as well. We know that through Socratic questioning, we are guiding the student to discover an error that they have in their thinking, or inviting them to discover a deeper truth about an idea or concept. But confession here, often, we as educators, we jump ahead and we just want to reveal the truth to our students, don't we? But success in Socratic dialogue can really be found when we stay in our lane and let the student discover truth on their own. This process is a work of the student. So to ensure we stay in our lane, we can ask ourselves, in conversation, am I patient in allowing my child to discover the truth or am I quick to reveal it to them? Does my child imitate me in my manner of questioning or are they always jumping to telling? Do I eagerly engage in the did you know and but why exchange with my children? Changing roles when they come to me with the, did you know, and finding a brilliant, but why question to ask. The art of dialectic allows us to venture out beyond the constraints of a subject to a way of being in community with our children. 
And this leads us to point number two. The art of dialectic is not a stage or a phase. So we know that thinking is active once knowledge is possessed. And because the art of dialectic is concerned with the ordering of thinking and refining of thought, these things should be cultivated and refined right from the get-go. We've often heard of the stages of grammar, logic, and rhetoric, but I hope you are seeing that these arts are not stages or phases. Yes, adolescent development does correspond with some of the goals of each of these arts, but they cannot become constrained to a stage or a phase. I cannot stress this enough. These arts are so natural to who we are as human beings. We need to cultivate them through all the years. We cannot restrict the art of dialectic to a stage in middle school. We should be wanting to journey with our children as they think things out or talk things through. We as educators really need to possess and be the curriculum when it comes to the art of dialectic. We can ask ourselves questions like this. Do I underestimate my child's ability to think? Do I believe that the act of thinking happens as soon as knowledge is possessed? And if I desire for them to cultivate and hone their thinking and reasoning, do my actions reflect that in patient conversation and dialogue? Do I readily engage in trying to understand how they have put together their thinking? Do I model the art of dialectic for my child so they in turn can imitate and make connections? Am I honing my own ability to ask good questions and follow a question through to the end? And now, on to my third point, formal logic. Yes, this is something we need to do. For us to continue to hone and refine our ability and our students' ability to think and reason, formal logic is necessary. In order to follow the question through to the end, our reasoning skills need to be pretty sharp. Formal logic equips us with rules, which we use in order to think and reason correctly. This is where the honing and refining happens. The cultivating happens quite organically and naturally, but the refining and the honing are best done through formal logic, that systematic or normative science that builds skills. Now, most of us will need a more formal logic program to assist us with the technical aspect of the subject of logic. Generally, this is introduced in middle school, usually no later than grade nine. Now, on to my last point. Your intellectual life is important. I hope you are starting to see that you, as the educator, who you are, how you are, will do way more for your student than any curriculum, workbook, or program. Your very presence is the curriculum which is being taught. A quote I use readily from Jonathan Beeson. This should be a guiding principle for the classical homeschool mama. Your continued love affair with the intellectual life the pursuit of a life steeped in classical education for yourself will be of the greatest benefit for your children in their education. Now, I know it's not easy to make yourself and your learning a priority, but it will pay in huge dividends if you even just slightly shift your course in that direction. And we can do this by entering into the but why question. We can do this by ensuring we have a healthy wonder about things. We can work at trying to better understand our students 
and how they have constructed their thinking. We can try and explore Socratic dialogue more. There's options to take courses. Hillsdale College has some great resources. Beautiful Teaching has some as well. I just recently took one with Beautiful Teaching on math and Socratic dialogue. It was a short two hours, and it was fantastic. You could start a formal logic program for yourself. Memoria Press has some great ones. You know, we are blessed with an abundance of technology, which simplifies this process. We have so much access to great teaching, but often our time is limited. So choose what is reasonable for your current place in life. If you need some guidance or support in determining what would work for you, please reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to chat with you. But most importantly, do continue in the intellectual life. Push yourself to the learning edge. Live a life steeped in classical education. Don't forget to check out the takeaways. These will give you the key points of the episode in short form. They are in the show notes, but if you're anything like me and need a hard copy to put up as a reminder, go to my website, www.crystaljoycampbell.com, and from the podcast drop-down menu, you'll find takeaways. Or you can click the link in the show notes called takeaways. It will redirect you to where you can download a copy to print. And if you are wanting to hone your craft in the art of grammar, sign up for my online live workshop. Get your spot before they're gone, as these are small classes with limited spots. I hope these short episodes of Classical Matters give you a springboard for the rest of your week to think, explore, contemplate, ponder, and discuss classical education. I'd really love to hear from you because real transformation happens through dialogue, conversation, and community. Leave me a comment by following me on Facebook or reach out to me through my website. Both are linked in the show notes. Share this with a friend, spread the word, and follow the Classical Matters podcast and join the great conversation of classical education. Don't forget to tune in next week for our special homeschool edition of Classical Matters. Blessings for your week.